The guys behind the From Corner to Corner podcast are diving deep into Montgomery County High School sports with the Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner. Join us as we talk local high school athletics with your local coaches. Whether you're a student athlete or a screaming fan, this is the place to turn to get the inside scoop before the next big game. And now, it's time for the show with Sean Kuyper, Neil Payne, Adam Muncy, and Wes Crouch. from the Community Trust Bank studio here on North Maysville Avenue. Yes, it is. This is the From Corner to Corner Coaches Corner, presented by Community Trust Bank. Your friend in banking. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. And Sean is with us today. He He's is. just behind the camera. Because we figured our ratings would go up if Sean's face wasn't Through up. Through the roof. <laughs> like, like, like Cameron Grimes, coach. To the moon. That's where our ratings are going, okay? Okay, I'm muting Adam's mic. <laughs> So, thank you for joining us live on Facebook. I think we are live on Facebook and YouTube and all the other live places that we are. Uh, before we get started, take a moment, please, and share that out uh, to all your friends, family, aunts, uncles, even people you don't really like. Just share it out because uh, the more people that hear about it, the more the more recognition we can get to our athletes and, and to our coaches and to our programs. So, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment and thank our sponsors for making this happen. Of course, Community Trust Bank. Kim Soft, Tutu Sweet Treats, CRC Renovations, Caswell Pruitt Realty, Southern Sweeties, Jacobs Auto Body, and as we heard last week on our Menifee County show, uh, Brett Weehunts from Kentucky Farm Bureau in Frenchburg. Some people he, say State Farm, but he's he's Farm Bureau. Some people messed up. I'm glad we still have him as a sponsor this week. It was not me. I was not here last week. It so, wasn't me. I wasn't here last week. I mean, so then if it wasn't you, it wasn't Wes, it wasn't me, that means but, it was Sean. But we're not going to say We're not going to say it was Sean. Uh, and, of course, we, he sponsors our Menifee County Athlete of the Month. Adam just said somebody. He didn't say it wasn't him. Well, but we, by deductive reasoning. Process of elimination. We eliminated three of us. I didn't hear that. Okay. Uh, so, joining us tonight, finally we're getting to the introduction. Join us tonight, we have Coach Menard. Minyard. Man, I got it wrong last time. I yeah, suck. I'm That's sorry. Right. He is, of course, our MoCo baseball coach, and he brought with us. I'm going to let, let you introduce your players. Yeah, uh, so I have with me tonight uh, Blake Minyard. He's a sophomore. I got Jace Mays. He's a sophomore. And Ethan Oberhauser. He's our senior. Woo! Good job. Well, boys, how, how are you all? Really good. Yep, doing good. Yep, doing pretty good. So, are, you, are you ready to go back to school? Not really. No. I'm going to have to say no. Ready to get back to baseball, but yeah. not, not Okay. All right. Yeah. So, Coach, tell us what the offseasons look like. You know, last time we talked to you, you were just new on the job. I'm, maybe I, don't, you're, I don't even think the ink had dried on right, the contract. I, I, it was, it was I brand think new. your first time in, in Mount Sterling you met with us. Yes, that is correct. So, you've had several months now. Tell us about what you th- – you know, tell us about the state of the team, the state of the program, how, how you feel about everything. Well, we started back uh, weightlifting back in October 1st. I think last time I was here, I shared that that was a – I felt that was a very important part of the 
my system that I wanted to bring bring to Montgomery County. And so we've been going hard at it for about 12, 13 weeks now. I mean, like I said, first week in October, we started lifting. Then a couple of weeks after, we started, you know, doing some uh, some cage work and, and starting, uh, you know, conditioning and stuff like that. Uh, the boys have been working extremely hard. I'm extremely pleased from what I've seen so far. Uh, we've had probably about 22, 23 guys that's been consistently coming, uh, minus the flu and all that stuff here lately. Right. right. Uh, but, you know, I've, I'm very pleased with what I've seen. I mean, these guys have worked extremely hard. You know, I've got probably eight or nine guys and three of them sitting right here. Uh, Jason's put on 20 pounds. I think Ethan's put on about 15. I mean, I've got guys that's put on 15, 20 pounds. I mean, about probably about eight or nine of them. Everybody's got extremely strong. Uh, everybody's getting faster. I mean, it's 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 been a it's been a real pleasure to watch these kids work that hard. I mean, they're very balled in right now. They're focused, and I think they're ready to ready to get on the field right now. Well, and I think a lot of that uh, speaks to you. You know, obviously, you have brought something that makes them want to show up, makes them want to do this because. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is voluntary stuff right now, correct? Yes, sir. It's not mandatory until February 12th. Right. So, I mean, you got kids that are coming out because they want to and they want to get better. So, who are aside from the three here, uh, who, who are some other guys that have stood out to you so far? You know, a lot of guys stood out. Uh, you all know Stryker Davison. You know, obviously we know him for football, just talented football player, great athlete. Uh, Stryker's come in and really, really devoted himself right now to – you know, learning the game more and, and really, you know, working out. He's an extremely strong uh, young man, fast. Uh, we're going to be extremely fast. I think I, I mentioned that before I even really got to know these guys before the season. Uh, we're going to have a whole lot of speed this year. Uh, like I said, you know, i got three guys right here. These two right here are extremely fast. Uh, you got Stryker Davison. Uh, you also have Eli Leach that has uh, – Eli's probably – He's, he's worked his tail off in the weight room and conditioning. Eli's probably lost about 35 pounds right now and got in tremendous wow. shape. He's gotten so much stronger and flexibility, and, and uh, he's just doing a, a tremendous job. I got a lot of uh, – Samuel Cooper, I'm going to forget somebody because you put me on the spot. I'm going to get in trouble tomorrow in the weight room. Uh, Samuel Cooper, uh, you know, he's going to end up being our starting catcher. Uh, extremely talented young man, working working very hard right now. Uh, he, he'll be our starting catcher uh, more than likely. Uh, this coming year. Uh, see, we have a, a several freshmen that's doing an outstanding job. Uh, Brandon Doerr, he's actually a transfer from GRC. Uh, he's doing extremely well right now. Uh, we have, uh, so you, you're, you're making me lose lose names right here. Uh, help me out, guys. Braden Doerr. Braden Doerr, what did I say? Rex Turner. Oh, Rex Turner. I can't forget about Rex. Rex is actually – he's put on so much weight and size right now, we've had to dial him back a little bit. Uh, Rex has put on about 23 pounds of muscle and has got just just crazy strong right now. Just – I mean, he's crushing the ball in the cage. He's doing exceptionally well. Uh, uh, help me out, guys. Evan. Oh, Evan Kofer. Uh, like I said, I'm going to bring it. I had I had my sheet, and I said, well, I won't bring it in tonight. No, because they won't ask me. I, they won't ask me, that, so I've already messed up. <laughs> Next time, I promise, I will bring it in so I can have all the names from it. Uh, Evan Kofer, uh, he's a he's another freshman, just really talented. Uh, he's actually been he played in a tournament uh, actually this past week in Florida. Uh, he sent me some video of him hitting and pitching. Look look extremely good down there this past week. So the football team talks about you know they've got twenty three sophomores. Right. It, does your is your team got a lot of 
sophomore driven, you know, guys. Do you have a lot of sophomores on the team yeah, right we now? Have, it sounds we like, have, yeah. yeah, it sounds like you said uh, a lot of sophomores. You already said three or four freshmen and whatnot. So young team, but I mean, it seems like that sophomore class throughout sports is big. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the whole school right now, even the basketball team, football team, especially the baseball team, we got yeah. about nine sophomores right now. Gotcha. So so we're going to be extremely sophomore heavy. Gotcha. Uh, you know, if a couple a couple of freshmen sprinkled in there, then then we have I think we have a junior. Uh, JJ's a junior. Then we have four. Yeah. Four seniors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're we're sophomore heavy this year. Uh, I say the, the the bulk of our our probably our talents coming from our sophomore sophomore group this year. Gotcha. So I mean, you know, putting on the weight, hitting the ball well in the off season, looking like your speed's going to be good. You know, I mean, in my eyes, it sounds like hey, we're going to be able to go out there and compete. But it also tells you, you know, we're going to be look out for us in the next year or two. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> you know, uh, you know, every time somebody approaches me about the baseball team, you know, it's always rebuilding comes up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll tell these guys, I don't feel like we're rebuilding that much. Yeah. Uh, I think we actually – we spoke on that first time I came in here and spoke for you guys. Uh, I mean, we got some really talented guys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can look at it to a standpoint, we lost 11 singers last year, so you lose a lot of experience. But I'm telling you, we, we've got a lot of talent here. We've got a lot of guys that's played a lot of baseball over the last couple of years. So uh, I, I firmly believe that we're going to be able to play with anybody in our district, with anybody in our region right now. Uh, I mean, we're, we're not a team to put on your schedule that it's going to be an easy win or a push-up. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, I'll say it right here in front of everybody. I mean, I'm expecting a 20-plus win season out of these guys right here. Uh, I mean, we will compete for the district, and I, we will make some noise in the region this year. But, yes, you're right. In two or three years, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to stay. Right. So, Coach, you mentioned uh, these guys have been bulking up. And Julian Taggett, if you're watching, it's all clean. You can send drug tests in the morning. We'll pass them with flying colors. But how big is that for your culture? Is the off-season program and getting these guys in the weight room and getting them the size that you want them to get? Man, that is extremely important for, for the culture I want to build here. And, the, and these three guys, they'll tell you here in a little bit, you know, I preach to them that, you know, it's about power. It's about being aggressive, about being violent at the plate, uh, being violent on the mound. Uh, you know, anytime, it's, it's just kind of physics, guys. You know, uh, mass equals velocity. So, you know, the bigger, the stronger these guys get, you know, the more arm strength they have, you know, the, the, the more power they have at the back, you know, the quicker they can get to the ball, you know, the faster they are around the bases. This is something that is very important to me, and I think these guys have really bought into it right now, and they're seeing it themselves how important it is because – I mean, just from, from the first time we was in a cage until right before Christmas, I mean, these guys can contest to it. I mean, just the velocity coming off the bat is, is just increased dramatically. Uh, I mean, it's it's getting a little scary behind the cage, behind the L screen right now with these guys. For <laughs> uh, old Kelly Johnson, we're down swing away. I'm going to have to buy him a new L screen screen at some time because it's all been up and the net's all, they've already destroyed the net on one of them down there. Uh, but, yeah, it's very important to me right now, and especially as the season goes on, as these boys have put on this muscle and this weight and this strength, it's going to, it's going to protect them and carry them health-wise to the end of the season where, you know, some of these programs that don't do this, they're, they're going to end up, you know, starting to deteriorate a little early in the season where these guys are going to be able to carry on. And this is what I preach to them, especially my pitchers. You know, i got to have all you guys, you know, all the way through May. So, you know, we got to take care of ourselves and make sure that we're, you know, strong to build if we can. So – 
Oh, sorry, go on. You, you're an old man. <laughs> Interrupt. <me. laughs> so, Ethan, so everything we've just heard, you know, uh, Coach Combs was a great coach. You know, he, he, he took both teams or – I mean, was he here for two or three seasons? Uh, he was here for two seasons as head coach, but he was here as an assistant coach when okay. Barney was our coach. So what, you know, he did wonderful, took uh, took one team to the region championship, I think. Or, uh, I mean, he went to region last year also. Yeah. He did a wonderful job. What is there a – what's the difference? Because, I, I mean, coach was a great coach. It just seems like there's a different click – all of a sudden. Sounds to me it's like about 25 to 30 pounds difference. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, there's not too much of a difference. Uh, both have us in the weight room a lot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Coach Minier definitely a little bit more strict on the weight room <laughs> policies. Uh, but, yeah, both great coaches. Just It's a pleasure to have both of them gotcha. playing in high school. Yeah. Okay. So, so, Coach, you talked a lot about them getting stronger and, you know, going to be aggressive. So, what, like – after seeing a little bit of work, what kind of what kind of team are we? I mean, are we going to have you know the chicks dig the long ball? We, I mean, we're going to be able to crank them over the fence. Are we going to have to play some small ball and you know bunt and advanced runners? Like, what, how 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 do you envision us playing? Do you see the cleanup hitter sitting right there? <laughs> I, no, I mean, I'm not setting the lineup, but that guy, that dude's a tank. I, and the camera adds ten pounds. That boy don't need it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, when I first come in here, you know, I've, before I even laid eyes on these guys or actually see what was going on, you know, I kept hearing that, you know, it's not much of a pair team. So I thought we was going to have to smile ball it to death all year. But uh, in, in my heart of hearts right now, after seeing these guys, you know, I feel like we've got five or six guys that can that can take a yard. Yeah. Any, any chance they, they, they square up on one right now. So, I mean, I, I really see – you know, I've told these guys, I expect this team right here being being on the leaderboard in a state of, of some batting categories, uh, and I really think that we're going to we're going to you know have hit a whole lot of home runs this year. I really feel that way. Uh, I feel like that, uh, like I said, I have five or six guys that's going to be able to take it over the fence anytime anytime they square up on one. So yeah, you're going you're going to see a lot of power baseball this year. Yeah. Uh, they will be a little bit of small ball sprinkled in. Right. Uh, you know, I hope everybody you know gets the uh, gets the nod that we are a power team and starts you know putting their heels back in the grass and you know we'll lay a bunt down every now and then to right. you know mix up the thing. But yeah, I, I feel like now I feel like my perception of this team has definitely changed over the last two or three months that we've went from kind of a contact team to a power team right now. Yeah. So you know you've talked about. Uh, you know, coming in, you're learning things. You know, you've talked a little bit about the district. Now, the schedule was made, correct? Yes. So, as since you've learned about your schedule and the teams you're going to play, you know, what what are some games that you're looking forward to that that really stand out on the schedule for you? Yeah. Now, yeah, when I came in, the you know, obviously the district schedule was done for us, and I probably had about four or five other teams, uh, like Mason County and Rowan County, and I think Mason Central was all on there before I came. So the rest of it, I've kind of been able to kind of put together myself. So you're going to see a lot of different teams, and I think Montgomery's played in the past. Uh, you know, we're playing teams like Lafayette and Sayre, uh, Great Cross, and, and, and a couple of those guys right there. So, you know, uh, I, I've told these guys right here, you know, we I, I do not have a weak schedule. Uh, I've come in, and especially, you know, before spring break, we were playing a pretty daggone tough schedule. And probably about a week or two after. I mean, we're playing some teams that's 
kind of up there topping the region, topping their districts. Uh, I mean, you know, Sayre obviously can go to state any moment. Uh, so is Mass and Central also. So, uh, you know, I, I, I want these boys to face some tough competition. At first, we're going to see some really good pitching. Uh, I know the guys that, that pitches on these teams, and we're going to see some really good arms. So, you know, I, what I'm hoping is that, you know, we kind of go through this little gauntlet of these teams right here, and, and then when we get the district and, and so on, that, you know, we're prepared for, you know, for really good competition. Mm -hmm. So, but, yeah, the teams that stand out to me right now is probably Mason County. Uh, I think they're bringing back a really great team. Brown County is going to have a good team. Madison Central is always tough. It doesn't matter. They got so many kids up there to choose from. I mean, they got 60, 70 kids on, on their roster every year. Uh, like I said, Sayer. I'm actually paying, playing Sayer three times. I don't know how, uh, coach, coach caught me into that one. We were supposed to have a, the, the first Saturday we were supposed to do a little three way. It turned into a four way. And me and him wasn't supposed to play each other. We played each other and we got two other games. So, uh, but I won't get the best of him, so we're, we're, I ain't worried about that one. But, yeah, those games right now really stand out to me right now because okay. uh, I think those games and, and Great Crossing, uh, we played them. We opened up with them at Great Crossing on March 11th. So I feel like those teams right there really let these boys, you know, play against some really solid competition, see them some good arms, some good bats. So it's going to, you know. So, I, you know, I'm just hoping we uh, we get through the gauntlet there at first, right. and at the end we come out where we're, uh, we're prepared for district and region there. Right. So – you all, Blake and Jace there, you all haven't been asking any questions. So being being new guys to the program, because both of you all came from other other schools last year, what's your all's what's your all's first impression of uh the team, you know, uh expectations, like what 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 do you all think so far? Yeah, um we've been working really hard since day one and as a team, I think we all see each other as like progressing and stuff. And I just can't wait till season start and see what actually happened during the all season. Okay. Yeah, from what like from the first day really, uh, from previous teams I've been on, this team's really a family. Like we all got our back. We already got each other's back. So like, it's just been we've really tight. We're ready to fight for each other on the field. You know, that's a common theme that we hear from that, every that's from, exactly from every athlete that comes in. Every coach is that you know, they're like a family. Like of course you know that comes with. Family, you know, families fight sometimes, but at the end of the day, that's your, that's your family. So you're going to do what you got to do to take up for them. So, coach, would you would you agree with that? It's like a family atmosphere going on. Oh, absolutely. You know, that's one thing I appreciate these guys. It's a brotherhood. Yeah. You know, you got to play for each other. There, baseball is a very unique sport. Really, it's an individual sport played in a team setting. Uh -huh. And you know, a lot of times guys get caught up and you know they want they want you know perform a little bit better than the next guy. What I really preach to these guys is you know. If you guys will take care of your business at your spot, you cheer each other on, have each other's back. I said, then as a whole, we're going to be really good one day. And, uh, yeah, I, I see that against these guys. I mean, uh, I've coached at a lot of places, just just like Blake just mentioned right then. I feel like this is – these guys are here. He's He's been able to get integrated faster and become closer with these guys than I've ever seen him with any other team so far. I mean, and as a parent, yeah. that's got to that's got to feel oh, really nice. Yeah, yeah, that's that's been a blessing to me to watch that for these guys to accept him in into this team and stuff because you know it, it is tough when you're coming in from the outside and especially his you know right. I mean, coach's kid, coach's kid. Let's get yeah. out, you know, get out of the way. You know, he is the coach's kid. Yeah, and a lot of times they, you know, Jace knows that yeah. just as well too. His dad's a head basketball coach. Yeah. So, you know, coming in that, kind of that stigma and stuff, you know, a lot of times, you know, guys are kind of standoffish and stuff mm -hmm. like that and have 
preconceived notions about it, but you know, I saw none of that with these guys. And you know, and I appreciate every every player on this team that accepted him and you know, and like I said, Jace too, because right. he's coming from the outside. So Ethan, one of uh, I think four seniors. Uh what what can you bring to the team this year? Like what 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 do you see your role as? Uh I don't make the lineup, but if I had to guess, I'll probably be center or left field, one of the two. Okay. Uh, like you said, I've, I've put on a lot of muscle. I've been training really hard in the weight room, eating a lot at home, uh, hoping to get some power, maybe put a couple balls out. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. Uh, got a little bit of wheels, hit some doubles, some triples. Yeah. Now, I don't know if you know this, Ethan's a pretty emotional kind of guy. Like, he, he, can't, he can't hide his emotions on the baseball field very well. What? You talking about Ethan? Yeah, I'm talking about Ethan. Oh, it's, hard, it's hard to believe. Did you? Did That's you? hard. To, I've already figured that one out on Ethan. I'm gonna go ahead and tell him. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen him on the field yet, but I've already seen him. So. Against that one. Yeah. So, so you, so do you see yourself this year as kind of like the emotional leader of the team? Yes, I do. Yeah, and you know, I no knock to seniors last year, yeah. but I was last year too. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of moments last year where I, where I came through. You know, both. Both Clark County games, Madison Southern. Yep. I know last last region game was kind of <laughs> iffy, but well. I mean, just going in cold, two outs, yeah. down one, two yeah. runners on. I mean, that I mean, was but tough. That, but I mean, that was a, that was a big moment that you were asked to be in. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I was really nervous. Yeah, no, it was it was tough, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm happy to get it done. Good, good, yeah. good. So, Ethan, uh, you're a senior. These pups still got a little while. Yeah, you got any college offers? Uh, little. Small school from North Carolina, uh, Mid Atlantic Christian University. Uh, they've offered me, and uh, Georgetown College, just yeah, forty-five minutes up the road, so, uh, has offered me. So, as what well. do you look for in a college? Is there anything uh, in particular? I actually look other a lot than girls. Other than <laughs> like when you go on campus, don't look for the short skirts. It'll ruin you. You ruined his whole speech. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, but what uh, you do? Just look at him, give him a little hair flip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all it takes, man. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this man right here. <laughs> but, uh, I actually look a lot into academics, and I'm not just saying that. You know, he's not smarter. just a pretty face, ladies. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, student teacher ratio, uh, cost of tuition, how much they're going to pay me. You know, percentage wise, academics and athletics. You know, that plays a huge role into. You know what school I'm going to choose to go into. So well, and you know, and I'm going to correct you. You talked about you know a little small school in in North Carolina. When you get to play college ball at any level, it's not oh, a small school. Oh yeah, I so. mean, there's there's no disrespect. No, there. no, like, I, no, I, yeah. I, I know there wasn't. I know there wasn't. Yeah, I mean, it it takes skill to play college any sport. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's a it's a big deal for right, me. Right. Of course. Right. So Blake and Jace, you know, we talked just a minute ago. You guys both are both are coaches' sons. Okay. Uh, obviously, your your dad's the baseball coach, Jace. I don't know if anybody knows this or not, but your dad's the basketball coach. Um, so, as a as the child of a coach, how like you all have to come in and do you feel like you have to try harder to prove yourself? Like, I if I get a spot, it's because I earned it. It's not because my dad's the coach and is going to and it's going to give it to me, or because my dad's the head basketball coach and he's going to pull some strengths. Yeah. It might be better if Ethan answers this one for me. <laughs> uh, I don't, you can tell the truth. Go ahead. <laughs> I definitely, it's definitely, uh, definitely have to give my all out there. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, he does not take it easy on me. Well, you can ask anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's all a team effort. Like, he's try your best to get the spot in them, yeah. but like, everyone. 
they've been working hard since day one. But I mean, it's it's kind of hard at the at the start when you come in new and all that, mm-hmm. and coach's uh, coach's son. And but like you just had to prove them that you're not just a coach's son. Right. You just had to play the ball. Yeah, well, I, mean, I mean, because at the end of the day, talent is talent. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter who your parents are. If you're if you're good, I, any coach in our district, if you're good, they're going to put you on the field because every coach here wants to wants yeah. to win. Yeah. Hey, Jace, uh, I've told you before we started recording. I'm pulling out my bingo card because you're the last member of the Mays family I haven't yeah. talked to. <laughs> so I finally cleared the board. At Ashland, you had 11 stolen bases on 13 attempts. Yeah. So you hear a coach talk about, hey, we're going to have some speed. Your eyes <laughs> just light up. Yeah, I love stealing. I'm trying to get at least close to 20 steals this season. I love stealing. I mean, I mean, I get big leaps. I'm I'm pretty, like, short legs and all that. But, I mean, I show the catcher who I am on the bases. I'm just, I just ready to get on there and show them who so I am. So how much of a green light That's what I was getting ready to ask. do you feel like, you know, you're going to – you you see the speed already building up. How much of a green light are you feeling like, hey, look, my hands, but you, keep on going. You do what you need to do. Yeah, you know, you know, to me, having a green light, you know, pretty much, you know, most of these guys are going to have a green light. Yeah, me. right. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold them back. Uh, as long as they have an understanding of, you know, how how to read the picture and go on the base. Yeah, they're sure. going to have a green light. They're not going to have to wait on me. I feel like a lot of times coach kind of pigeon-toes players like that and takes a lot of opportunities away from them. And uh, I've told these guys already, I mean, they're going to get the green light until you can prove me different. So they're going to have, they're going to, have to prove me that prove they, they can't do it. Yeah, yeah, right, they're going to have right, to right. prove me that they can't do it. So, yeah, yeah they're, going to, they're going to have the green light. I told them I want, to, I want to wreak havoc on the bases. I want to be, you know, borderline, you know, pretty much so just, you know, crazy on the baseline. Well, you know, I mean – Baseball is one of these sports. It's such a mental game. I mean, you've seen, you've seen. I mean, uh, the first player that comes to mind is Rick Ankeel. Was a really good pitcher for a while. Lost the strike zone. Couldn't find it again, and he had to end up switching his entire yeah. position. Yeah. So when you talk to you talk about running and stealing, and you know, if you can do it effectively, that that messes with the pitchers oh, yeah. because they're always constantly thinking. So so. How much of the mental aspect do you do you look at, and and do you preach to your guys like, you know, if we're if we're successful this a time or two, we're really going to start, you know, we're going to rattle the pitcher, we're going to rattle the catcher. Like, how is is there a mental aspect that you coach? Oh, absolutely. You know, that's something I've been I've been preaching. I was actually mentioned to him a while ago that that it's it's getting ready to get really amped up on the mental part of it because uh, you know I think especially me being a new coach and I'm having such a young team right now and just. I, I do do it different. Uh, I'm gonna make Ethan run for not saying I was the better coach while I go. We'll, we'll talk about that. Right? <laughs> Got some ball on that one, buddy. <laughs> you <laughs> had a great opportunity, ball. boy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but no, you know I think the mental side of it is tremendous. Like I said, especially you know me being a new coach and all these guys being young right here. You know I think they're trying not to mess up, and that's something I preach to them every day in the case. You know. Don't never be afraid to mess up with me. As long as you're going after it 100 percent and you're giving everything you got, you'll never hear a word from me. Yeah. Now, if you make a mistake, obviously we're going to talk about it, and I'm going to you know help you correct that. But that is something I want these guys to have is no fear when they're playing for me. I don't want them, and I think a lot of them have fear right now. <laughs> uh, playing, you know, uh, the things I do. Uh, I'm not an easy coach. I think he was trying to be nice on that one ago. I'm, I'm pretty tough <laughs> sometimes. Uh, so. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, I think the middle side of it is, is really, you know, so far in the case, I've really been teaching, you know, mechanics and technique 
you know, for the last couple of months. And I was actually mentioning him while I go. I said, you know, it's time to cut you guys loose now. It's time. It's time to really go after it and, and and start. You know, really getting to the point where don't be afraid to mess up. I told them I said, don't be afraid to mess up right now. You know, fix it right now so we can play in March. But yeah, I think the middle aspect is really huge right now, especially having a younger team like this. Right. They have to know that I'm behind them and I trust them. Right. Yeah. So how many of you guys um, and the other teammates play outside of school ball? Uh, a lot of us do. Probably yeah. about all of them. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I think there's just I think there's just one that doesn't, and but he has a reason that he works off of like during summer and stuff. Gotcha. I mean, he can he he can play. But everybody's playing yeah. on some sort of team. Yeah, I think you know some sort of club team yeah, or, or yeah. whatnot outside yeah. of school ball. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, Samuel Cooper is our only one not playing ball during the summer. Gotcha. Again, yeah, gotcha. he, he works, but I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, that dude can play. He can. He's got a cannon back there. Yeah. Gotcha. So how how important? I mean, because all these you know AAU teams and travel ball, like it it it's become a big deal. How important is that in the game of baseball? I think it's important for one of the main reasons because I think it's good to play that because you really when you get into the travel ball, especially when you can get closer to the national teams and stuff like that, you get to really play against some high level competition. And I think the more High-level competition; these guys get to see the better they're going to end up being prepared for it. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I think right now that's that's kind of the the main main thing for these guys. And besides that, getting noticed. You know, you got three guys right here who wants to play college ball. I've got several more on my team that wants to go play college ball. And you know, unfortunately, high school ball just don't draw it like it used to when when we were younger. And so now you have to go out and play these national tournaments in Georgia and Florida and. Alabama and places like this to, to kind of get noticed and recognized. So, you know, I encourage all these guys to go out and play, you know, play summer ball, get on a good travel team and, you know, try to get noticed and, and put the work in. So you three all said you've played travel. What's the favorite city you've played in? Man, there's favorite, a lot. You can say city, tournament. I don't care either way. I mean, I kind of, when I was younger, I mean, like experienced everything. I was in Panama City. I love that place. But recently – I mean, Lake Point is a great yeah, place to play. I was going to say Lake Point. Yeah. Where is Lake Point? Is that it's Georgia? in uh, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, Carter's Cartersville, Georgia. Yeah. It's actually the it's PBR. The PBR like, it's actually their complex yeah, down there. They, yeah. they have the PBR, PBR National Tournament. Every Best fields you ever play on. Yeah. I really like Nashville. It's fun to play down there. Just a few more years, Nashville will be fun too. <laughs> 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 I think he's holding out for a college close to Nashville. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Be on alert. <laughs> so, something coming from the basketball world and knowing very little, like, baseball strategy, situational stuff, is that something you can prepare for and practice? Like, can you just – basketball-wise, we can put 10 seconds on the clock and say, okay, we're down one, we need a bucket, go get it. Right. Baseball, is that something you can simulate? You know, that, that is something you can simulate up to a point. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think basketball is probably a little bit more simplicity to it just for the fact that – you know, when you're having somebody, you know, throwing an 85 mile an hour fastball, these guys that the ball might not ever even get in play for you to even act something out, or, or it can go anywhere all over the court where a lot of times, or all over the field where, you know, somebody's going to shoot and it's going to go a different right. direction. But yeah, I'm, we're actually getting ready. I just actually switched up my schedule at school uh, with Austin, and, and so uh, I'm putting in a lot more time over there actually getting ready to really start nailing down on some of the situational stuff. But, you know, I have a lot of lot of different 
situations, situational stuff I want to teach these guys and get in there. But, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's still just going up there and, and playing off instinct. You know, I can sit here and you know, say, okay, guys, you know, man on, man on second, third, you know, two outs is this. And then all everything can just break loose and, right. and everything just fall apart the way you wanted it to go. But but I, I do put in stuff like that. I have plays and, and things like that that, you know, you hope that, you know, they're able to process and follow through with. But, but yeah, you know, it is important, especially, uh, you know, game management towards the end of the game. Mm-hmm. I think you got to have some sort of plan because if you start just kind of winging it towards the end of the game, you're in a district play against CRC and it's one-to-one, then you better have some – some kind of some kind of plan in your head what to do at certain uh, certain situations. So. so you've so you've talked a lot about the region tournament. We've talked about the yeah. state tournament. Yeah. Before we can get to those places, we yeah. have to get out of the district tournament. Absolutely. So what have you learned thus far about our district that we that we play in? You know, uh, the, the good thing about it is I know a lot of kids that plays for GRC and a lot of kids plays for Bourbon County. Really, I'll be honest, we really don't know anybody really plays for Paris. He's played actually with a lot of these kids, uh, travel ball and stuff like that. JT Ritchie comes to mind. He's yeah, sophomore, right? Yeah, sophomore. He's actually on his travel team. Tremendous pitcher, number one pitcher Bourbon County's got. Uh, so I actually have a really pretty good understanding of how Bourbon and, and GRC will play. I mean, they're good teams. I mean, GRC is going to be a really good team. You know, it's according to who you talk to in this community. I'll say, oh, you know, they're not going to be that good. They are. They got some talented guys down there. Uh, you know, I, I think we can compete with any of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, it's it's probably going to come down to whoever has the best night, you know, yeah. whoever's pitchers on, whoever's bats are hot that night. But, you know, I, I look for us in Bourbon and GRC, and not to downgrade Paris at all, but, uh, you know, to have some battles during the district this year. Is Richie the one that pitched against GRC last year yeah. in the district? Yeah. Yeah, the kid pitched to Jim. Yeah, yeah. 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 And he was a freshman last year. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a really good kid, really talented pitcher. Uh, you know, hits his spots very well, totally under control, you know, got a decently strong arm, but can really, re- really read the batter and keep you off balance like that. So, I mean, there's, there's some, I mean, these teams have some guys just like we do that can step up and play. So, I mean, I, I don't think anybody's going to run away with it at all, by no means. I think it's going to be a battle, you know, and I'm hoping that we can come out on top. You had a guy last year like Matthew Rowlett that had the ERA that he had. That's right. that's just a phenomenal pitcher in the district, in the region, really in the state for that matter. Do you have someone like that this year? Is it going to be more of a platoon th- thing that you're going to have to put out there? Is it you're going to have four, five, six, you know, pitchers that you're going to be like, look, guys, we're gonna me- we're gonna have to mix it up and go from there. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like you know, obviously. <laughs> We're still in the earliest stages. We're getting sure, ready yeah. to start flat grounds, you know, this coming week and, and things like that. But uh, from what I know, from what I hear, and kind of from a little bit I've seen, you know, I feel like we're going to have probably about three guys that can step up and kind of be solid starters for us. But, you know, at the end of the day, it, it, it's going to be it's going to be a platoon type deal. Gotcha. You know, I think I'm going to have about, you know, probably seven or eight guys that's going to be able to pitch, going to be able to throw. Uh and I think that's something that we're going to have to try to find out real early, you know, how to use them. Gotcha. You know, we're going to have different guys that can come in and close for me. You know, other guys can start. Uh, actually, just uh, we just had a transfer from GRC, a young kid, a freshman, uh, that I hear that's a really good little ball player, got a good arm. So, uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're getting some transfers in right now from other schools that's kind of hearing what these guys are doing, you know. Is, uh, is there a limit on pitching? In high school, is yes, there sir. so many pitches? Yeah, there's just so many pitches. 
you know, especially, you know, first couple of weeks, I always ramp my pitchers up. You, you'll see, if you come watch us in March, you'll see, you know, at least at least two or three pitchers handle a game uh, because I've just, you know, I, I, I need to preserve them, especially being young arms. I need to make sure they, they're able to finish in May. You know, so they'll probably get 40, 45 pitches. Uh, I'll get screamed out a lot if you call somebody, I'll be on fire. I won't throw them 95 that first game, but uh, just let all the parents know. Uh, <laughs> I'll be the one taking my hat. Come on, coach! Come on, man. What's he Come doing? on, he man. He's got game. seven strikeouts, coach. <laughs> <laughs> just ain't in a year when I need him to get 18. He'll be right there for me. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so, I, you know, I, I really think that, you know, we, we have a couple of guys that uh, – you know, I feel like Blake and I feel like Jace both uh, is going to be able to be starters for me and be able to carry that five or six innings, you know, towards yeah. middle, start the middle of the end of the season. Uh, I feel like Evan Kofer is going to give us some really fine innings there. Uh, you know, uh, Will, I mean, uh, Rex uh, Turner, I keep wanting to call him by his dad's name. Uh, you know, I feel like Rex is going to give us some quality, quality innings off. Uh, you know, I got guys like Samuel Cooper's wanting to come out behind the plate and pitch. Uh, uh, Eli Leach that – from my understanding, pitch you know some good quality in this last year on varsity. That's going to give us some uh, uh, Buster. Uh, Buster is going to be able, you know, he's just a sophomore, uh, strong arm. I mean, right now I'm probably going to have on my team uh, at least probably four arms. It's going to be in the mid 80s, you know, have one up, you know, around 90. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I'm going to I'm going to have the velo. We just got to we got to dial in and make sure they can hit their spots and stuff. So you know. I'm, I'm, I'm then probably have another four guys that's throwing low 80s right now. Yeah. So, I mean, you think about that in about two, about two years or even yeah. another year, I could possibly be sitting here in two years talking to you guys having five or six guys that's throwing upper 80s, low 90s. Yeah. Neil, you hit that? Uh, I used to. <laughs> used to. I mean, maybe if I, if I wore my arm back up, I, I might get it up there again. Uh, I always like you that you, you talk about 90s. There was – I was I was in I was in high school in uh, the early two thousands, and uh, I come around during the time of guys like Justin Adcock and uh, and just horses that could just throw the ball. And I remember watching him one time. He threw it and right down the center of the plate, first pitch of the game. And the coach yelled at the uh, the, the kid. He's like, "Why didn't you swing?" And he said, "It sounded high." <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, he was throwing gas. Yeah. So, uh, but I, like, it, I think about that all, all the time. I'm like, <laughs> the kid was like, "It sounded high." I don't, I don't know. Before we move on, I got to ask these three questions. You asked them. So, I started doing this when we had the girls' basketball team on. Started asking questions, not sports related. Their special lady, you three want to shout out. I've seen pictures of all you all going to dances. I don't want to embarrass anybody or call anybody out, but I will. I'm I'm good. I'm locked in on baseball. Yeah, I think uh, me and Blake. No, no, uh, real, no yeah. real contact to her son. Yeah, we're locked in right now. Well, Facebook pictures say different. <laughs> that was past. Facebook pictures can be misleading. Yeah, <laughs> doctor. He said they're doctor. Doctor. They're doctor pictures. Yeah. So I didn't see a certain individual with a certain female who signed to play softball at Troy. Oh. I, I didn't see that. I, 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 I cannot confirm nor deny. It was a doctor picture. I saw him. <laughs> you saw it too? Huh. 
<laughs> I gave you a shot. You blew it. <laughs> I mean, it came right down the middle. <laughs> hey, he looked at you and said, it sounded high. <laughs> sounded high. <laughs> they're, not, they're not like the girls. The, girls, the girls were just, they, I mean, they were pointing and, and hey, telling. And, but and, listen, they said it earlier in the show. They got each other's back. That's right. So yeah. if one ain't going down, none of them going down. So we're going to do something a little different. We're going to talk. <laughs> Some pro baseball. I'm, I'm gonna get you guys' opinions on on some pro baseball, and I think we have enough time. You know, we're pro wrestling at our core. I think we might talk a little pro wrestling if we can get to it. So, this MLB off season has been Crazy. ridiculous, and you yeah. point to your hat, Blake. So yeah. we're gonna we're we're gonna start there in in the city of Angels. Mm-hmm. I wondered if that was just for the fit or if he was actually a fan. <laughs> the Dodgers are all in with stupid money, but they're all in. The problem is, Dave Roberts is still their manager, and he's not very good. I mean, you're right. So I can't argue that one. He's got to have a short leash. Yeah. But the Dodgers are in a win, like they're in a win now situation. Would you? Would you all agree? Yeah. Yeah. If we don't win this season, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, like if you, I, I don't, I don't know. I know in a couple of years they better draft Blake Minyard if they're really, I mean, if they're paying attention. <laughs> if they want any chance to win, I mean, other than getting Otani, they went out and basically did what the Rangers did this last year. Yeah. And say look it. what that say his name. Yamamoto. Yamamoto. That's a fun name to say. <laughs> so, is a guy like Otani, is he like. He can't sustain what he's doing, right? Like, he, at some point, he's going to have to decide whether he's a pitcher or a hitter. Correct, Coach? That's right. So, I mean, you can do that in high school. You can yeah. do that in college. You can't do that very long at the majors. Not, not, not at the level that he's doing it. Yeah, you know, especially him just having Tommy John. Yeah. I mean, you can already, you know, twice. So, you can already see kind of wear and tear it's done. I mean, I'm sure it's been a thrill to him. And, obviously, it's helped him get that $700 million contract. But, yeah, I think at some point he's going to have to decide what's, what's a better – What's a better quality to him to to the program? And I think that's going to be his. Bat. I think his bat's way more valuable. I think his bat's way more valuable than his arm. Blake, have you ordered the Otani jersey yet? I'm trying to get him to get me that pre-order. <laughs> you just spoiled one of his birthday's presents here about three weeks. So yeah, he, he he's got an Otani jersey on pre-order right now. So did did, did you see what uh, he had to do to get the seventeen? Yeah. He, he bought Joe yeah. Kelly's wife a. Because Joe Kelly's wife was adamant yeah, that yeah. he'd not give up 17. Yeah. 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 And Otani's like, poor here like, you go. Oh, what if I give you that? <laughs> did you see her reaction? Yeah. She was she was peeking at the door like, no, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because Joe Kelly basically was like, you got to talk to my wife. Like, she says, no, I'm not giving the number up. And so, you know, Shohei was like, I got it. <laughs> I got $700 million in the bank. I got you. I got you. <laughs> He's only got... He only has twenty million in the bank. Sorry, he's only got two million this year. Right, no, just two million. Not, not that much. Not that no. much. I mean, yeah. Especially in California, like that's like twenty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on to the Braves, that's that's Sean's favorite team. Woohoo! Woohoo! Are you sure about that? Is it, about can Chris Sale get you over the top? No. Okay. He won't make it out of spring training. Chris Sale is one of the most like I, I put in the notes. It's five years too late. For him to be with the Braves. Yeah. I I mean, Chris Sale was good about five years ago. He's not. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. He was. And they probably overpaid for him. Probably. Gave up Von Grissom, right? Von Grissom. Yeah. I'm telling you, for some odd reason, the Braves did not like what they saw from him, whether it be attitude 
or what? But he came, he came up last year. They sent him right back down. Is that Marquise's boy? Uh, no, that is not. We could say that. It, it ought to be. I mean, nobody, nobody's going to correct us. So, uh, how do you all feel about the Braves? Obviously, you don't think the Braves are going to win win the NL. You think the Dodgers are going to win? Yeah, obviously. So, Jace, who's your, who's your team? I mean, I really like the Dodgers because I was a Tiger fan. I mean, fan, but are you just a bandwagon Dodgers fan? No, come on now. You were saying Reds yesterday. No, no, I am a Reds fan. I am a Reds fan. But they, I mean, I'm a solid Reds fan, but, like, they haven't been good in a while. But I still love Cruz is here. Yeah, but, like. And Frankie Montas. I went to, like, four games, and he was, like, 0 for 4 every game. Maybe you're and just bad luck, Jace. I don't know. I mean, he did good when I was watching on TV, but, like, I don't know. But I like you the definitely Dodgers. are bad luck. So, yeah. and, and something I know about Ethan is he's owned a jersey of about every player in Major League Baseball at some point. So, what team are you a fan of currently? Come on, you know that. Phillies for life, baby. <laughs> Phillies for life? Yes. Yeah, he likes man. them powder blues. <laughs> yes, I hey, do. I do like Those powder, powder blues, blues are nice. Jerseys. Don't let Jace fool you. When we were on the way in here, he said Phillies are beating the Dodgers in the NLCS. I did say that. Yeah, I did say that. <laughs> and and he's probably not wrong because the Dodgers get hurt too yeah. much. And two of the players, they Otani and Glass now both, have injury problems. Yeah. So if they finish the season on the roster, maybe they'll be competitive. Yeah, they always like go 50-50, like 500-500 in like regular season. And when like Bryce Harper in playoffs, you know one can beat him. Different level, yeah. And that Philly crowd in the playoffs, yeah. That song went crazy. We'll yeah. see what our billion dollar Japanese super team has to say about that. Nah. <laughs> Bryce Harper says four fifty. That's what he says. <laughs> yeah. yeah Bryce Harper said American muscle. <laughs> so do the Yankees have the most injury prone outfield in all of baseball? Yes, pretty sure. Yeah. Yes. I mean, at any given time, they could all go out and hit. 60 home runs. Yeah. But they also could miss 150 games. <laughs> so, is is Juan Soto that big? And do, do we think Juan Soto is going to – he, he got arrested. Well, I um, mean, we got minors on the show. It's probably not a good idea. So, Juan Soto, um, does, he, does he move the needle now that he's not in San Diego? Uh, no. Because he's not better than Aaron Judge, and they ain't doing nothing with Aaron Judge either. They yeah. still can't pitch. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Plus, that, that short portion one. right field, just boom, boom, boom. They really missed their chance getting Joey Votto a few years ago yeah. when he was, yeah. when he was, uh, he would have tore the, the, the short porch up. Yeah. yeah. So, does Joey Votto end up anywhere? I was, I was thinking that this summer. Yeah, he hasn't really popped out in a while. Or is, or, or did we just see the end of Joey Votto? What, what, what do y'all think? He's yeah, I, I think he's about five yeah. years past time yeah. to go home. Yeah, I think when he broke that hit record or the consecutive game after the season, he should have been gone. You know, it, he's you look at, and I mean, you look at you. You can see Mike Trout in the same light. Is he was so loyal to Cincinnati for so long that he gave up chances at championships and playing on better teams because he was so loyal to Cincinnati. And I think Mike Trout is the same way. I mean. Yeah. The Angels have wasted all of Mike Trout's good years so far being mediocre at best. Uh, you're a Phillies fan, Dodgers, and Jace, you're just kind of He's like, non-committal. I'll, I'll pick, I'll I'll pick a, whoever's a, better at the time. Yeah, I love watching baseball. But is it exciting that Cincinnati actually has somewhat of a decent young team? Jace, before um, you answer that, this man has two red shirts that he bought last year. He's going to act like a lifelong fan. Oh, no, I'm a he lifelong bought, fan. He bought two shirts last year. No, 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 no. So, but I mean, at least they're 
decent. Yeah. You know, to where you can drive to a game and be like, yeah, this is this will be a pretty good game. Yeah, it's fun to watch the Reds, but, like, they're off and on too much. I mean, because they don't have never any pitching. Know. Yeah, you never know who's on pitch or not. Uh, didn't they just get rid of Andrew Abbott or – What? Or Abbott. Did they, they did what? Him? Did they get rid of him? So, no, I hope not. He don't even know. Exactly. You're That's asking the wrong person. <laughs> he's a huge fan. You guys know that football season right now. Oh, well, he's checking. Look, he is the human roller. That is not. That is not. I think I saw he he might have uh, saw he might have signed somewhere else. So I well, wrong. I mean, he's a, he was a. They've got he was the signing one. somewhere else that. I know that for a fact he didn't do that because he was a rookie that last year and they still own four years, I think, on him yeah. currently. I could but now he was in talks with a trade yeah. for bigger people, and I was like, let's not do that. Yeah, yeah I, They just acquired Frankie Montas. Was Frankie Montas a free agent? He's or? not worth $16 million. You don't think Frankie Montas is? I mean, the I mean we, we talk about Otani just got seven hundred million, and Frankie Montas isn't worth sixteen. That's not the Reds' game, although they did go out and spend one hundred and five million dollars. So I mean, it's kind of shocking. I'm not saying anything on X about it. Hey, good, thank you. Coach is going to try to get in, the door's locked. I got you. So, has Roy been warming up his pipes to do the to, 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 to call the game? He don't rest, man. He's the best around. He's the best. I mean, he's yeah. the voice from above. He is. <laughs> I mean, has he, has he been working on his one-liners? He don't need no practice. He's just that He's good. He's just natural. He's just that good. Just natural. Yeah. Okay. Does right. he retire after this year? Uh, yeah, I think he will. Uh-oh. Have you got someone coming in, though? No, my dad. Oh, that's right. Next step's coming through the door. Yeah, yeah, and also, my dad was an announcer at Ashland, too. That's right. Yeah, so. Is, your, after is Roy, your dad basketball announcer? Is that what I missed? Yeah. At Ashland. Was. I, I don't know if you know or not. His dad's a basketball coach. Really? Yes. I hadn't heard that. <laughs> it hadn't really made any news. Um. So, I mean, I said this earlier. Well, actually, before I get there, right now, I want you, and we're going to make predictions. This is, what is it, January 2nd, 2024? Yep. If you had to put $100 down, all four of you, who's going to win the World Series? And don't, don't go don't with, your heart. with your heart. Be smart about it. Who wins the World Series? I'm going to start with the eldest baseball player. Uh,. Diamondbacks, young team, really young team. Wow! All right, didn't see that one coming. Okay. All right, Jace. Phillies or Dodgers? One of them. Well, you got picked. You, you got picked one. You can't put a hundred dollars down on Phillies. Unless you go put a hundred dollars down on both of them. Yeah, probably Phillies because Bryce Harper's is so good in playoffs. And yeah. Blake's going to save the Braves. Dodgers <laughs> is sweeping the whole playoffs, oh, undefeated. undefeated. Whoa! Undefeated. Wow! Sweeping hmm, it. Interesting. This is recorded. If Mookie and Freddie go 0 for 50 again, it's oh, yeah. the sound right. Right. And don't forget, they still have Dave Roberts as their manager. <laughs> yeah, we'll lose one game. <laughs> so, Coach, who, who you got in the World Series? You know, I think the Dodgers will win, too. They better I, hope they do. Yeah, they better hope they do. But I, I think they do. I think actually Otani's going to bring something different. To one of these other guys, I think they keep shoveling in all these superstars. I think Otani's just not not just because of his play, but because of his attitude. Yeah, and I think that what he's done for the team already by giving up all the money and doing this and that. So I think I think he's I think they're going to really rally around this guy. Okay, and do something special. All right. So we we mentioned this earlier. At our core, we're a pro wrestling podcast. That's that's how we started. And uh, do we got Hulk Hogan still there? Yeah, Hulk's yeah. still there. Hulk's still there. He was actually our first episode. That's, that's right. Um, so, 
you two got to take a pretty cool trip recently. Yeah, we Survivor did. Series. Survivor Series in Chicago. Chicago. How was it? Uh, it was that was best event I've ever went to wrestling. Best like live show I've ever seen in my life. So Coach, would you would you agree? Oh yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, it was it was it was different than kind of going to a SmackDown or a Raw. Yeah, which the, we went to the SmackDown the night before, which was incredible too. Yeah. But it's just, I mean, just it was just electric. I mean, just the feel and, and the excitement in there, yeah. and the matches was just incredible. Well, we went to we went to SummerSlam last year in in uh, in Nashville. Yeah, uh, I guess now it's technically two years ago. Yeah, um, and it just—it's it, a whole different animal when you go to one of the big four. Yeah, right. Uh, and are you two wrestling fans? Ethan, uh, just, I am. I'm, I'm a baby at wrestling. Like I don't really pay attention. We're trying to get you. We'll probably get you. Good he he yeah. watched day one with us last night. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. yeah. All right. Well, that's that's a start. That's a start. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you all would agree that the product right now is better than it's been in. Say, yeah, yes, since Triple H just took over, it's yeah. been incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So what's been your favorite part since the Triple H era t- took over? I I would say WrestleMania and Survivor Series. I said best two things of the year, easily. Part of WrestleMania night one is probably was the best, way better than probably, WrestleMania night. Probably night. the best pay per view of the year, yeah. followed by Survivor Series. And then I'd probably put WrestleMania night two still. Maybe like Money in the Bank. I really like I saw day. a uh, article. Last week, two weeks ago, that uh, some mark somewhere uh, ranked all the pay per views that WWE had put on, and like I don't, it gave them out of out of, out of a ten, and I think n- none of them I think went below six point five or seven, like which yeah. ha- doesn't happen. I mean, you remember a few years ago they were snooze, like you could just yeah. miss the pay per view. It, it yeah. was it was so predictable, yeah. and, and it just wasn't exciting. Yeah. So, does Cody finish the story? <laughs> No, no. I'm, I'm gonna say yes, and I hope he does. He does. Well, and I said, I said, I said two weeks ago that he's breaking Hogan's record. Roman is no, breaking Hogan's listen, record. He's, he's not, and it's time for Roman to go. Like Roman's yeah. had a great run. This is a great story. Yeah. It's time for Roman to go. Yeah. Um. And it, and it's time. Like go away. Yeah. Like you're you're not healthy. Go away. He's already named his replacement in Solo. Solo. Yeah. Well, and I, the I bloodline's not going either. away. The bloodline's here to stay, yeah. and it's a great, it's a great yeah. story. It's a great, it's a great faction. But it's time for Roman to lose the belt and move on, because it's time to get the Wing Eagle back. Yeah, I agree. And we're gonna get the Wing Eagle back. So, last thing I'm gonna ask, and Jace, you can throw in a name here. All right, <laughs> who wins the Royal Rumble? No, you got to throw a name in. You can even say Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I probably will. Okay, Ethan. <laughs> Let's Phil, do Phil Brooks, Phil CM Punk. Brooks. Phil Brooks, Chick Magnet, Punk. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Punk wins the Rumble. Cody wins the Elimination Chamber, faces Roman, or has to go through like a gauntlet to get the Roman and wrestling. Because Cody hasn't yeah. suffered enough. I, c- I could see them going kind of a, a Kofi Kingston, Kofi Mania story with yeah. Cody, kind of like just week after week having to go through Solo and Jimmy, like yep, just stuff like that. And then women's, I think Bailey's winning it. I agree with that. I, I think Bailey's went. The damage control's turning on her and uh, Bailey versus Eli. If, if Charlotte never got hurt, we were going to get a four horsewomen versus damage control match at WrestleMania. If, if Sasha Banks and AJ Lee comes back in the Rumble, I'm freaking. I totally forgot about Women's Royal Rumble. Sasha Banks, AJ interest number thirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coach, who, who, who you got? I do not think CM Punk does. I think it's too obvious. Cody. Cody. No, that's Cody. too obvious. No. <laughs> Two years and I don't think Cody does. Yeah. Just kind of what Blake just touched on there. I'm going with Gunther. He's good. 
He is being so dominant, and it's and all this. It's almost like all the mid-level guys he's been beating up on every week is getting old now. Yeah. They have to do something with her. They're going to lose him. Yeah. And he's just too good right now. He's I mean, really he's incredible. He's really good. And, I mean, he went to the final two last year. Yeah. And, and probably beat the snot out of Cody. beat the out of Cody. Yeah. So, he probably actually should have did it last year. But I, that's, that's who my pick is. I mean, Cody and, and Gunther at the end of the match was a, a whole match. It was a 10-minute match then. Yeah. It was absolutely incredible that Gunther went that long and then fought Cody that well. I got it. I got it. I got it under control. I'm driving the ship. I'm the captain now. You're a passenger right now. All right. So, how loud was the pop when Chick Magnet came out at the end of the Survivor Series? I, I, I couldn't hear. Hey, a little funny story. He FaceTimed me. I, I told him, I said, if Punk comes out, FaceTime me. I will show you the arena. He FaceTimed me. Couldn't hear a word he was yeah, saying. Yeah, I had no clue what was no going idea on. What I was it. Saying. Phone I was all hear. laggy and glitchy. I, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> hey, I, thought I, I thought I about broke the I jumped, I got on the chair. And I started jumping up and down. I was freaking out, too. Like, oh, my God. Like, Randy Orton came out, and, yeah, and he just erupted. Yeah. Like, and I told you guys before we started here today, but when CM Punk came out. I got a headache from it. It wasn't just cheering. It was emotional yeah. cheering. I mean, it was like my long-lost best friend just yeah. showed up after 10 yeah. years, yeah. you know, that I love so yeah. much. Yeah. I mean, it was well, it was deafening. I mean, these people crying. Yeah. Blake said he was crying whenever it happened. The, so. the, uh, the, the Chicago guy. The Chicago guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, you know, and, and that's what makes wrestling, you know, that's what makes sports so entertaining is that is that emotion. When they can draw that emotion out of you, it's 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 fantastic. So, well, I, th- I thought that was fun. That we, yeah, get to, absolutely. We, we don't typically get to do things like that whenever we have our our, our coaches' corner. So we, we got the the audience got to see a little bit of what our Saturday shows are like, and actually, Coach Mays gets a taste of that as well. So uh, tune in Saturday. But before we leave, we want to make sure we name our tutus dog of the week. And that is Menifee County senior Gage Jolly, who broke the school record with 19 rebounds in a game against Belfry. Uh, it's a huge deal. Congratulations, Gage. Of course, he has a name like Jolly here in the holiday season. Yeah, I mean, Holly Jolly. <laughs> yeah. So, and then we also have our Athlete of the Week, the Kimsoft Athlete of the Week. Are we naming him on the show? You just looked at me like I wasn't supposed to do that. And we're not doing that. We're not. Faked you out. No, Fake you out. We're going to do it on the next show. Okay, so just forget everything I said. You have to tune in Saturday to figure no, out who that is. We're going to be live on the next show. Oh, we'll just come minutes. right back. Yeah, yeah. As soon as this one's over with, we'll start that all That was a over. tease. That Good was a tease. tease. That was a teaser. Teaser. Yeah. Teaser. Cliffhanger. <laughs> so, well, guys, thank you so much for coming out, man. That was that was, that was really fun. Thanks for having yeah, us. Yeah, thank we, you for having us. Well, and, and we expect you all to come back as often as you want to, and we want to talk, you know, definitely after the season starts, and we we, we, we want to keep up with you guys. And so. we want the district championship trophy sitting right here on the middle of the table. Hey, number yes, six. Sir. Hey, I will, six. I will say that a baseball jersey would look good on the wall, Coach. It would. I'll bring one by next week. Okay. And hat would look good on my head. Okay. Uh, but listen, not much looks good <laughs> on his head. So. You know what? <laughs> I mean, you heard your wife put that post out about having a handsome husband, so she's married she, to two people. She, she has to be. She, she has to be. It ain't me. It's not you. No. So, guys, there you have it for this week's edition of the Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner, presented by the From Corner to Corner Podcast. If you haven't already, go out and give us a like on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube, make sure you're sharing our stuff. We do all kinds of fun stuff all the time. Remember to help us promote our Coaches Corner show and our Athlete of the Week 
We do uh, what we do for our community, for our teams, for our community, our coaches, our community, our students, and our community. And we thank our community deserves it. We'll catch you all next week. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.